1: Welcome back to the program. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is Live Mike, Episode 23. I'm grateful to you for tuning in. Thank you so much. On this is a, a momentous day. We're cramming a lot into today's program. Throughout the morning, we've, of course, been covering the impeachment trial as it has made its way across the Capitol building, through the rotunda, and into the chamber of the United States Senate, where right now uh, Chief Justice John Roberts is presiding. We just saw each member of the Senate sign their name to an oath, uh, letting us all know uh, and putting on the record for that they will be a part of this trial, that they will be the adjudicators of the the future of our president. Uh, Anyway, it's fascinating. It's a fascinating process. Uh, And that leads me into the conversation we're having right now. In studio, I've invited Senator Lincoln Fillmore. He's on the Tax Restructuring and Equalization Task Force. That was the group that came together to put together uh, this big piece of tax reform legislation, which in a special session of the Utah legislature was passed. Although... It did not receive uh, the required uh, amount of votes to protect itself against a referendum. and That brings us to our our second guest here, Marcy Campbell. She is a citizen who has uh, a great passion for this issue and is working hard on the referendum process which would put this question to the vote on the ballot in November. Marcy, I'm grateful to you for being here as well as as you, uh, Senator Fillmore. Grateful for your time and the information you shared with us. Let's get right back into the conversation. Marcy, tell us about the numbers
2: yes thank you for having us lee so something that i think is very important for the public to know and understand is it's very difficult for us to track how many signatures are in the state of utah right now the process of a referendum is that once someone is trained to be a signature witness and get their own packet to try to get 49 signatures in their own packet they have 14 days from the time of their first from the date of their first signature and then they have to turn it into the clerk's office 14 days once a packet is turned in, the clerk then has 14 days to verify the signatures on that packet before it's recorded and turned over to the lieutenant governor's office. We only have 40 days to complete the entire referendum. So, and and um, as the special legislative session was put in right before Christmas, it's been quite a remarkable process. How many people have come together during the holidays to make this thing happen? We were able to print 5,000. Packets that are in the hands of Utahns across the state of Utah right now. Um, But we will not know a number until 14 days after the 21st of January, a real total. So it's, it's a system that doesn't allow us to have a true statistic of how many signatures we have right now.
1: Is that prohibitive or just annoying?
2: I think it's difficult for the public and even for volunteers when they don't know, are we on track, are we not on track, et cetera. So some of the smaller counties, it's been easier for us to track because it's less packets, it's less signatures. So they've been able to verify earlier on. So it's okay. been easier for us to, to track the counties with less population. It's the bigger populated counties that it becomes more problematic to know how many signatures we have but we do know there's a full force of amazing volunteers that are remarkably organized all throughout the state and i want to do a shout out woohoo
1: very good. Uh, let me ask this very quickly. You do, though, have confidence in the lieutenant governor's office to ultimately uh, adjudicate and certify the signatures worthy of certification.
2: Yes, I have remarkable. You confidence don't have you in don't, that. There is
1: no gripe with that process. It's just the dates kind of make it difficult right, for you to dates. gauge the process. Exactly understood, uh, Senator. You and I were speaking in the break here uh, about uh, citizen involvement. It's very clear that in the referendum effort that it's citizens. We have one here uh, in studio, uh, but you assert that citizens have been involved from the very beginning could you talk a little bit about that
3: i just like you know i'm in love with the legislative process and like with our structure and form of government right we have a lot of checks and balances built inside the system and the most important check and balance we have are citizens and the citizens are exercising that power as they should like you know, they should consider this for every action the legislature takes. And I understand uh, Marcy described it as a visceral reaction that people were having. And I just like I understand how people feel. And the truth is I felt that way through most of the summer. Uh, initial drafts of, uh, uh, of proposals, you know, we spent uh, on this task force, I spent all summer traveling around the whole state. We had um, meetings in Salt Lake and Richfield and St. George and Moab and uh Brigham City just I traveled the entire state listening for hours to citizens talk about how potential proposals might impact them and uh, down in my district in South Jordan I held two town hall meetings on this topic in November and December engaging with the citizens I think other legislators did the same thing as well and the bill that came out of this process is better because of that engagement the the, the tax cut is bigger, right? Uh, I mean, if there's anything that I got from the citizens that, would, that came to my town hall meetings, you know, um, uh, and, and they're asserting their involvement and their right to be involved in this process is that the government needs to stop taking money that it doesn't need And for three years, the government has run surpluses that have been in excess of 100, 200, sometimes 300 million dollars a year. And I think it's just long past time that the legislature look at our citizens in the eye and be able to say, we have a lot of needs in the state, but one of the needs we have is to not take more money from you than we need. And I'm really pleased that we were able to, through that entire process, return 262 million dollars to taxpayers' pockets just this year because of this legislation. And, uh, and uh, I hope, I mean, I'm hopeful that it will take effect because I want my neighbors to be able to get those rebate checks for the taxes that they overpaid to the state last year and then to see the ongoing benefits of lower reductions, you know, lower withholdings from your paycheck, right? You get to keep more of your money when you earn it. And uh, in total, that's going to be just hundreds of millions of dollars back in Utah taxpayers' pockets every year. Time is tight. We have about two minutes left. What I want to do is I'm going to give you each 60 seconds
1: to say whatever you will on this topic. Uh, Speak out to the folks listening to this program. Uh, Marcy, we'll start with you. If you had 60 seconds to make the pitch on this whole deal here, what would you say to folks?
2: I would say we would love to be able to talk to you. And take your signature if you want. Thus far, we haven't even had to talk anybody into it. They've been doing their research. They know what this law is about. They know how it will impact their day-to-day lives. They desire to find a place to come and and add their name to the list. They want their voice heard, period. All over the state, people are saying, we just want to be heard. We feel like we have not been heard. So come on down to Harmon's. During business hours, you can sign anytime during business hours at Harmon's. We'll also be opening up a lot more of the associated food stores throughout the Salt Lake Valley this weekend. So, big push. Our last final weekend, it's our last hurrah. We've got amazing people working all over the state right now get gathering signatures. So, come and find a packet. We'll be, help you, we'll be happy to help you out with that.
3: Marcy, thank you. Senator Fillmore, you got the last word. Yeah, thanks. I just want to thank you, uh, Lee, for having us both on your show. I want to congratulate Marcy on the work that she's doing. Um, citizen engagement is a prime component of citizen Of government by and for the people and I welcome that citizen involvement and whatever happens with this referendum the hope that I have is that citizens will continue to be engaged in tax policy and other decisions. We've got a session of the legislature that's coming up and it starts in just over a week and we need this level of engagement to continue because legislators will make better decisions when citizens are better informed.
1: Outstanding. Senator Fillmore, thank you. Marcy, I'm so grateful to you for joining us today. Uh, That's it. Uh, We've taken these last three segments to go through this issue, to speak to the principals on both sides, the folks who feel a great passion. Uh, you know what your options are. You know what the information is. Hopefully this was uh, an appropriate resource for you as you've listened. Uh, in the next segment, we're going to move on. There are a number of things happening in Congress that don't happen to uh, relate to impeachment. Uh, there was a big trade deal signed this morning. Coming up out of the break here, we're going to walk through some of the specifics of the USMCA, the new NAFTA, if you will, and we're going to talk about what it means for Utah. That's next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.
0: I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985.